Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. Seen something chop socky flip, man. <laughs> Some cool shit. You have found it. This is You Have Offended This Podcast. We are the biggest, the baddest, and the best martial arts movie podcast kicking around these parts of the internet. My name is Mike McCarran, and with me, as always, is the man who kills every one-armed man he meets, Chad Lindsay. How you doing, man? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to kill every one-armed man I meet, and uh, <laughs> you're just going to have to deal with it, Dr. Richard Kimball. <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly, there is a lot of one-armed men in this movie well that's that's one of the things that i laugh my ass off about is there's just generally speaking there's a large number of men with one arm that live in this one village and you would think that word <laughs> would get around pretty quickly like uh hey uh fucking terrio there's a fucking dude that's coming to town and he is killing every man with one arm and <laughs> You lost your arm in that industrial accident last year, so you might want to fucking lay low for a little bit. Farming incident. <laughs> yeah, with, with that ancient hay baler that we had. <laughs> yeah, this movie's nuts. I don't know if there's that many one-armed dudes before we move too farther into this i should we should probably say the movie we're doing this week if you haven't followed us prior on our social media and whatnot we're doing a movie known as master of the flying guillotine classic movie aka one-armed bandit part two so we're going to roll into this this is a, a movie directed by jimmy wang Yu, classic kung fu flick there's actually a series of these you mentioned that when we talked earlier today there's there's five of these movies Shaw Brothers made the first one in 75, just called Flying Guillotine. And then they were going to make a sequel, but Jimmy Wang Yu had left Shaw Brothers and basically stole the idea and took it from them and made yeah. made his own sequel called Master of the Flying Guillotine, which is also a sequel to his prior movie, One-Armed Bandit. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to I'm I'm going to say it. This is just the that's just the way that the that the Chinese people roll. Like, you know, like you'll they'll be just like, "Hey, thanks for these uh iPhones or uh Samsung Galaxies. Uh we're we're going to make knockoffs of them in the factory." Yeah. <laughs> like, like and gradually make them better and better until we win. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. just like, "Yeah, we're making uh knockoffs of these uh brand new uh samsung galaxy uh 21s uh you know they're uh half the price but uh you know we so, we cut some corners yeah but you know okay. virtually identical they may occasionally <laughs> burst into flames but yes yeah. virtually it's identical like, it's just like hey man you stole my idea and they're like what what what, what are you even talking about <laughs> like they don't even understand it but i mean it, uh, here we are watching this film i um there's a lot of people that love this uh, series, like yep. completely love this series. Uh, for me, it's like um, when I when I talk to people, sometimes they're like, hey, do you care what we put on the pizza? I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck. Like, yep. I, I like everything but squash. Like, I was like, <laughs> I will eat anything, but I fucking hate 
squash. And then as soon as I say that, like a middle-aged woman pops out of nowhere and she's like, oh, that's just because you've never had my squash. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I just, no, I don't like squash. Uh, No, but the way I I bake it in the oven and I (laughs) put some. But have you put brown uh, sugar on it? Brown sugar in it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but do you use squash? Because I'll fucking hate it. Like, I just, it's just, I'm sure people think that your squash is the best they've ever had. It's just, it's, it's not for me. Yeah. It's, your squash isn't bad lady. Like <laughs> I just, I'm just not going to fucking eat it. Sure. It's delightful. Um, However, that's, that's kind of the allegory that I have for this film and films like it. I know there's people that absolutely love it. It's just not the genre that, that I dig yep. with a lot of the, the wire work and the, the strange superhuman stuff. I certainly appreciate this film and I certainly see why people are like, fuck, I really love this. It's just not the, it's, it's just not the subgenre that really gets me going. No, I'm the exact same way. It's, I, I find it very much like when you go back and listen to a very, very influential comic like Lenny Bruce or something like that, where he's iconic. I know why he's iconic. When I listen, I get it, but I don't yeah. find it, hilarious because it's very dated you know what i mean like whereas this is kind of the same thing i have to be in the mood for a movie like this and all of the supernatural wire work jumping around stuff this dude the foley is hysterical but it gets on my nerves after a while because every little move is that windy woof 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 yeah like like the entire movie (laughs) yeah it's like okay we have one sound effect but I, i I, I don't mean any disrespect and I don't mean to say in any way, shape or form that because that's that's what happens when you have a certain amount of subjectivity to something yeah. like if we, we did Kill Switch last week and we're like, this movie is fucking abject dog shit, like objectively, it's, it's factually dog, dog shit. shit. There's yeah, there's no there's no subjectivity. It's like, oh, well, you know, like some people like it, like nobody likes, nobody that likes fucking Kill movie. Switch. like nobody, just Steven Seagal. So. When it comes to this, I can watch a film like this and I can appreciate what it does. And I can also say, you know, it's just, it's not up my alley. But I can also understand why so many people love it and say this is one of their favorite classic kung fu movie movies. It's just, it's not for me, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad movie. That just means that, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't connect with me. Just like I went for Wings the other night and I had Chipotle and... Buddy down there had honey garlic. Well, I would rather fucking put a knife through my hand than eat honey garlic wings. <laughs> yeah. But I know a lot of motherfuckers who like it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's individual. We, we talked about this earlier today. When you go to a comedy club and you just see stand-up comedy. Well, there's a big-ass range of comedy. And people that go to watch Carrot Top or Jeff Dunham. Yes. If they show up and it's Doug Stanhope and Dave Attell, they're going to be disappointed. Yeah. Like, they're not going to like it, but that doesn't mean Stan Hope and Attell aren't fucking legendary. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's it's just personal taste. And when you say martial arts movies, we've talked about this before. There's a wide range of what martial arts movies actually are. And this is on one end of it with the Hong Kong, and even this is a knockoff Hong Kong because it's Taiwanese. Mm. Uh martial arts film with the wire work and the supernatural stuff. Now, that said, they do a great job of setting up the world. So that all the weird supernatural shit that happens, you're not like, what in the hell is happening now? Like, yeah, you yeah, buy it I mean, all. Yeah, I'm, 
I've grown to kind of expect that sort of thing. So, you know, when there's a guy fighting and his arms fucking stretch out so he looks like Dick Jones at the end of RoboCop when he goes over the fucking building, I'm like, what the fuck? His arms are fucking 10 feet long. Okay, well, fair enough. I'm I'm in for it. Yep. All right. I'm in for it. Like, there's nothing, there, there's, there really is nothing wrong with this film. Like, there really is nothing wrong with this film. No. It's just, it just doesn't get lead in my pencil no you know what i mean no it's it's a classic film and rightfully so and we'll discuss all that stuff but again it's not it doesn't blow my skirt up it's not my my genre but uh anyway so let's get into this just before we do thank you to our patrons we love you guys you keep us rolling if you would like to become a patron please go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast uh you can sign up there for as low as five bucks a month or higher uh you can support us and support the media that you consume which is awesome of you for that what you will get is the entire podcast not broken up into parts uh, monday through friday like everybody else you get the full podcast on sunday without this pitch to get your patronage we will if we get more patrons and reach certain levels chad and i have plans to put out more products more podcasts on different subjects tv martial arts stuff and and other other projects that we have in the background on the burners now but we don't have that ready to rock yet. We need more support from all you fine folks. Uh, if you don't want to support us in that manner and get a monthly bill, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. That is our home on the internet. From there, you can buy merchandise. We have cool merch. We have t-shirts and bags and hats and all that kind of stuff. So go check it out. Find something you can buy. That'll support us and it'll give you something cool to rep the podcast. Always follow us on our social media at Twitter. We are YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Just look for You Have Offended This Podcast. We try and stay fairly regular, and you can ask us what's coming up. We'll tell you. Uh, let us know what your favorite movies are. We'd love to cover them in upcoming seasons. All right, man. So this movie opens on old blind master named Fu uh, getting word that a couple of his students have been killed, which is a pickup from Flying Guillotine, the end of the first one, where two of this dude's students get killed. And he learns of their demise... By way of a pigeon, Chad. Listen, dude, like, this is this is more of about how my brain works than with the particular film. So when the pigeon flies in and there's a note saying, you know, teacher, if you're reading this, we're dead. <laughs> we're going off to fight this one-armed man. And the movie is carrying on. And for the next fucking 20 minutes, dude, I was trying to figure out how this pigeon would be released yeah. upon their death, right? Yep. Like, they're dead, and then the pigeon gets sent. And I'm sitting there, and in my mind, I'm like, you know those Japanese deer scares? Yeah. Where the water fills in, and then, it, you know, it, it, it drops down? I was like, I was like, well, maybe he had something like this that the pigeon was going to be released if he didn't uh get back there at the end of every day like the water would slowly fill up and slowly fill up and then eventually it would get to a certain weight and then like the cage door <laughs> would open and the pigeon would fly so like his intent was like okay i'm gonna go fight this motherfucker and then i'm gonna come back and you know i'll i'll just you know not send the pigeon so i was just like i, I was like building all these fucking mouse traps and all these different devices <laughs> that would like release the 
pigeon if he didn't come back and intervene. <laughs> and I was about fucking 20 to 30 minutes into the film where I, when I actually was just like, okay, that could work. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, he gets a note saying, if you're reading this, I'm dead. And I'm like, well, how the fuck did he write the note if he was dead? So I was just trying to come up with some sort of time release pigeon <laughs> carrier message. It's fucked. It, I was so mad, not at the movie. I was mad at myself for being distracted and trying to figure out some sort of fucking game that that would make this work <laughs> well it doesn't make sense because the like the pigeon would have to be forever tied to this wooden like remember it's going to a blind guy so the fucking little wooden note that's on it has to be in like braille or something and it yeah. has to convey yeah. hey if you're reading this we're dead please go avenge us it was a one-armed man like that's a lot of braille to put yeah. on something like the slab yeah. to let a pigeon carry across the the dunes well, of Tatooine yeah, to was, go to Asian Obi Wan yeah, here. It was just like one of the fucking tablets that Moses carried. It was a big pigeon. <laughs> it was a condor. But the yeah, like they could have at least, at the very least, like put the guy's name because this guy just goes in and their description, like they write quite yeah. a bit, like they give quite a long backstory, but they actually give everything except this guy's name so then teacher goes on and just starts massacring you remember in terminator when he just went to the phone book and found three sarah connors <laughs> yep. and just was systematically killing Kill everyone named sarah connor yeah this is basically what this guy does he just fucking shows up and starts killing everybody everybody with one arm and they do set up the magic bit here where blind man uh foo go you know oh, he gets all mad that his students are dead he goes and gets his flying guillotine we get the first look at that and he takes the head off a couple of melons as practice just to show what this fucking thing can do and then he goes in the house gets his thing and he and he jumps through the roof of his house and lands outside and does a big punch front flip and then the, he throws a little fireball and lights his house on fire and fucks off like he's burning bridges literally well houses i guess well yeah okay so Firstly, the superhuman, I'm going to fucking jump out of my house through the fucking thatch roof and, <laughs> you know, land, land 200 meters away from my house. Like, I'm like, yeah, that, that, okay. Like, I don't, I don't, uh, I personally don't like that superhuman wire yep. stuff. But I, what I will say is I do like how he threw the ninja smoke bomb and burned his fucking house down because that showed me his level of commitment to this cause. Cause he's like, <laughs> yes. well, I am never fucking coming home. <laughs> this is, this is it for me. This is my last fucking, this is my last go. I got my motherfucking robes. I got my goddamn guillotine Fly, beanie guillotine. that I'm going to go to kill. <laughs> so I, I actually did like the fact that he burned his fucking house down and peace yep. out. I'm going to go kill some one armed men. Which, speaking of, we now cut to the school of our one-armed bandit, Jimmy Wang Yu, who is also the director of the movie. And they show, they have this little scene here where he's teaching his students, and he's like, okay, today we're going to talk about jumping. And I was like, jumping? Fucking for real? You're gonna... But then they go and get this basket and fill it up with rocks, and one of the students tries to stand around it, which he does, like around the edge. Take the rocks out. They take the rocks out, and the student can't do it. And fucking one-armed bandit jumps up and lands on the edge of these wicker ass basket with yeah nothing in it and he walks around the edge and then jumps down they take him into the school he takes all his students i should say into the school and he's like let's go to step two or whatever it is and he jumps up and literally walks up the wall and across the goddamn ceiling <laughs> yeah he's walking across the support beams he's like jamiroquai in the like, fucking thing i 
yeah, I want to be required. <laughs> I'm going to teach you the mastery of the virtual insanity. <laughs> be awesome if you started like side moonwalking around. Virtual insanity. Fuck, actually, that would that would that would amp this movie up oh, for me. They need to put that the music in. It's that again. Again, it's a personal preference. It's not. It's not that it's bad because no. you know there's people that love. Okay, and he walks up the wall and he you know walks across the trusses that are holding the school up and he's defying gravity and stuff. It's just something that I don't. I just don't connect with it. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't feel it. But you know, it's an interesting thing that they're basically showing that you know this large amount of training can get you to the point where you're superhuman yeah. and. I don't know, it's kind of like a weird line because film like The Raid, right, where Eco goes in and beats up 200 guys with guns, like, that's not realistic either. No. You know what I mean? No. But at the same time, the way that it's it's portrayed on the screen, it does feel real. So, I I don't know, There's, there's there's definitely a difference, I just can't quite put my finger on what that difference yeah is. there's a realism line they're both there. they're both basically in buck impossible oh they're entirely like, impossible like we we watched <laughs> chinese connection where bruce went in and beat up 30 guys at the japanese dojo yeah I mean, that was awesome other than the dummies but that was awesome right and you can't do that like you're not beating up 30 i don't give a fuck how tough you are you're not beating up 30 guys yeah like, yeah 30 you know, guys. Fuck off but it's it's the realism of the fighting itself and again kind of the world you set up right where Bruce can do that in the movie, these guys they kind of actually set it up here with the with Liu, the one armed bandit. His name is Liu. He says to his students, "With enough training, anything is possible." Yeah, you can do anything. So it kind of sets up like all the weird shit we see later, and there's some fucking weird shit we see later. Yeah, but it sets that up as like, oh, this guy trains in that style, so you can do this fucking weird thing. <laughs> But I have to say, the thing that I like next is, you know, when we go to another school and everybody's standing around talking about this upcoming tournament yep. and this little Thai guy comes yep. in where, with wearing a headband and the scars all over his shins that they yep. put on, as soon as he walks on camera and he's got all these scars on his shins, I'm like... Yeah, do not fuck with this yeah, gentleman. This is like, a bad motherfucker. He, I, he he is a dangerous well, motherfucker. Well, then he kicks a concrete like, block in half. Just, well, yeah, then he kicks a concrete block with his bare foot. But, like, I did really, really appreciate the fact that he kind of walked into the school. And, like I said, his shins were scarred to death. Like, it was really awesome. Because you know those guys fucking put themselves through that type of yeah. training. So They said that all the time about, about uh, fighters, like when I watched the UFC and stuff, when... I don't know if you saw when Conor McGregor kicked Dustin Poirier and stepped back and his shin snapped. And Oh, fuck. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. And one of the comments was he's throwing hard kicks with his shins, but he he clearly hadn't put in the time to train and work and develop that weapon. And that weapon, that shin kick, when you're kicking other people's shins or thighs or bot, like, you have to earn that. You can't, like, if, if I threw yeah. a, you know, like, those dudes can kick through a baseball bat. If I tried to do that, my fucking tibia would snap in half because I haven't trained it. Well, that's the thing that's, like, I didn't even know what we were doing, like, my first three years when I studied, uh, you know, I studied Weichiru for 20 yeah. years. So, I remember my first three years, they were like, okay, we're going to go uh, do uh, uh, Kotikate. And it's just basically 
just banging your shins on other shins. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, bang, bang your shins. Okay. Thanks. Like, what am I, what am I doing here? Just, just keep going. Just, just keep going. It. It's just, we're just gonna, we're just gonna kick each other in the shins. We're gonna rub our arms. We're gonna bang our arms together. And we would do that every night for fucking years, yep. right? Just banging, banging the forearms together and banging shins, kicking the calves, yep. you know, with the toes, like, so it takes a long fucking time. Yeah. Man. Like a long time. Well, your time. bones, yeah. And there's no, there's nothing glamorous to it at all. No. Like, it's just, you're just, you're like, you're, you're literally standing there in your stance and your partner is kicking your legs and basically your legs and arms for a good 30 minutes every, every time you go to class. Like that was a mandatory part of class yeah. is, you know, you have to do um, arm and leg conditioning. Yeah, I mean, that's that Wolf's, Wolf's Law is a law that says your bones respond to the stresses put upon them. So when you bang the, the bones like that, whether it's fingers and like fists on a makiwara or conditioning like you would do, when you hit it, your bones build up more what are called trabeculae, like that, that uh, structural type bones within the hollow of the, of the hollow bones. And it makes them more dense and more, oh. more resilient to being broken. They just fucking don't break. They become more dense, which is why when you get punched by somebody like that or kicked by somebody like that, it just fucking feels different. Yeah. So you could tell this guy, this Thai guy, which I was confused. The the version that I first watched of this went back and forth between an English dub and not. So when they came to the other school here, when the Thai guy came in, yes, he challenges somebody and says, I want to try Eagle Claw Kung Fu. I want to fight that. And I, but it was in... It wasn't in English, and they didn't have a dub. And all of a sudden, this guy starts doing the Y crew, and the music starts playing, like the Thai Y crew. And I was like, why is he doing the Y crew dance for Thai boxing? <laughs> what the fuck? And then he start, and he kicks the ass out of like four or five guys. And then the girl comes out, and she's like, I'll try him. And the owner is like, no, daughter, you're not good enough. And she's like, it's okay. I'll do it. Yeah. And she goes over yeah. and starts like eagle clawing his clothes apart. <laughs> they, they fight to yes. a draw. It's actually a pretty good fight, man. Like, for real. It's, it's not bad. It's actually not bad, and I actually like the the father is like, listen, you're just not good enough. Yeah. Like, that was some honesty, because he almost killed her. Yeah. Like, she was good. Like, she definitely was good. But um, he had to step in, this though. guy, with his goddamn kicks, like, he steps in, and he's like, okay, that was enough of a demonstration. Yeah. Uh, please don't kill my daughter. <laughs> hey, get him a room or some shit. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get this guy. <laughs> yeah, you're in the tournament. Yeah, so basically, he just wants to participate in the uh, tournament. And basically proves himself such that he may enter. And then we get the first look at the Indian gentleman. I believe the actor's name Wong is Wong Wing Sang. <laughs> is is the gentleman's name that plays him? He plays him in. I'm going to call it Brownface because there's obviously no Indian people in Taiwan that are going to be able to play this part. So they just put a Chinese dude in Brownface, which it caught me off guard because I had never seen this movie before. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? How, what is this dude? <laughs> But it made me think of that Patton Oswalt bit when he talked about, you know, you have to watch a movie in the, the spirit of the time it's it was made. Like when you go watch, you know, a yes, John Wayne yes, movie yeah, back know, in the yeah. day and they're like, oh, yeah, some asshole wake wokey McWokerson's in the back. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Just be assholes to all the Asian people and I'll oh, let the women do all the fucking work. Like, shut yes. up. Fuck. Like, it's, it's a movie from the 40s. Jesus. Like, <laughs> So this is, just, I mean, that's just how they roll. They just, they don't, we don't have an Indian guy. Well, paint that guy fucking brown and let him do it. Put a turban on him. Yeah. That's what, that's how yeah. they rolled. So, well, we get our blind guy. We get our blind guy showing up. Yeah. Like, 
just kind of gingerly walking into this big restaurant where everybody's eating noodles and all these different things. And he's got a dope beard. Like, he's got some fucking eyebrows on him too, doesn't he? Big Suvi eyebrows, <laughs> like that guy that used to work the, the McDonald fucking Bridge, McDonald yeah. Bridge. So yeah, he comes he comes rolling it in and orders himself some vegetarian noodles. All the while, there just happens to be a gentleman with one arm trying to eat his meal downstairs. Yep. And uh, god damn it, like he's being he gets his he's being annoyed by flies as he's eating, and then he whack whacks on the table and. Lo and behold, he killed how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh my God! I killed seven with one blow. It's the the what's that name of that Disney and the old uh, Grimm brothers, the the brave little tailor or some shit? What was it? Oh shit! I can't. remember Whatever that now. Grimm story, fairy tale is, I can't blanking on the name of it now. But yeah, it's the old the Mickey Mouse one too, right? I killed seven with one blow. Like yeah. he does that. And then the fucking innkeeper brings him a chicken and he just hoves into this fucking full chicken with one hand. He's eating it. He's eating it far too aggressively to believe that he's a human. <laughs> like, I know, I know he's trying to be like, oh, look at me. I have absolutely no, no cooth whatsoever. But I mean, he's eating it just a little too. Little too aggressively. A little over yeah. the top for me. And. Yeah. <laughs> I like how every one armed man in this movie. You can literally see their gone arm just wrapped around their waist under their shirt. Yeah. It's not, I mean, a, it's just something that I noticed. It's hilarious. Cause I mean, it's not like, yeah, you notice it. They and can't like uncle Dan it's, that it's shit okay. with, a, with a green screen. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uncle Dan, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, <laughs> sorry, Lieutenant Dan, <laughs> uncle Dan, <laughs> uncle Dan. Hey, it's me, everybody. I'm your I'm uncle, Dan. uncle Dan. I'm a one armed asshole. <laughs> I aggressively eat chickens and then don't pay for them. But this motherfucker is leaving, and they're like, hey, you were going to leave without paying? You and your stupid one arm? And the blind guy hears this little discussion downstairs and is like, one arm, gets up, opens his goddamn guillotine, throws it from the balcony down, and chops this motherfucker's head off. Off. Like, listen, I'm not a person to defend anybody for dining and dashing. But I also don't believe that they should get their head fucking sawn off because he does like immediately. He's like, oh, one armed man. Whoop. And then just fucking cuts you his head off. Needing and that. then he goes downstairs and he's like, he's like, uh, was he uh, uh, the one armed uh, Kung Fu master? They're like, no, he was a fucking bum. He was a fucking loser and you killed him. And he basically just says. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Care. I'm going to actually kill every one-armed man in this goddamn town. If you've got one arm, I am going to fucking kill you. <laughs> like, he is, he is like, what the he's fuck? He's a crazy like, person. He's off the chain, man. He is a crazy person. An old nutbag that's just on this murder spree. And, like, nobody cares. Nobody cares that he just sawed this dude's head off in a restaurant in front of 50 people. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> in a restaurant. Can you imagine if you went down to the Ponderosa 6.99 all you can eat shrimp, right? And you're just fucking sitting there ordering another plate of shrimp and a dude gets his head sawn off next to the Sunday bar? You'd be just like, "What the fuck?" Like, what did that guy do? Oh, nothing. He just happened yeah. to have green eyes. Like, nothing. what? He what? just happened to, yeah, like just one physical characteristic. And you're just like, <laughs> Jesus. I'd be like, are you, you killing motherfuckers with bow legs? Because I got, I'm a bow legged motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. Just, Anybody with bow legs, I'm going to kill. <laughs> yeah. 
That guy just happened yeah. to have a small minor defect in his left knee. I don't care. I don't care. I don't give a single shit. Yeah. I don't give a single shit. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. So, yeah, he goes He goes hard fucking to the paint with this. I'm killing every one-armed man in town. Like, yeah, they, it's a bit they much. They established very clearly that he ain't playing. So, then we cut over to, uh, this is the master, I believe, talking to his daughter. His daughter, I think, wants to enter the tournament uh, as well. Yes. And he's like, I don't want you in the tournament, yo. Like, these are going to be bad people. I think that this was the first tournament martial arts movie. I think this this movie may have kicked off the entire tournament martial arts oh, really? movie genre. Like, if you look at Bloodsport or Enter the Dragon or any sh- Well, wait, fuck, no. It wouldn't well, have been. Enter the Dragon would have been... Because yeah. this was 76, so no, it wouldn't have been, right? Well, no, oh, we're, yeah, yeah, Enter cause... the Dragon was after this. No, not after 76. Oh, Bruce, Bruce died in 73. 73. What am I, an asshole? Some type of large type asshole? You! <laughs> you are a large, a large type, type asshole. asshole. You are, you are supposed you to are be the... large, so smelly I should probably point out, Chad sir. and I are not experts in the genre of martial arts movies. We just like them. <laughs> oh, I like, I like how you fucked up and then dragged me into it. I was the one that corrected you on Bruce Lee. Oh, Oh, yeah, this is 76. This is uh, before End of the Dragon. I'm like, no, motherfucker. Yeah, Chad and I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, you should probably not listen to Chad. (laughs) Bitch, I just corrected your ass. You motherfucker. I'm going to kill all the McCarrens of Rankin Drive. God damn it. Circa 1980. (laughs) I'll be just driving around. All right. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I just like them. And my memory's going because I'm old as fuck. So I think uh, I think they cut now to the, the next day. They open up the the actual tournament with the the big white white blanket enclosed combat area here. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, I I would I would never if a movie doesn't have a big budget, like I would never fucking shit on the the set. Yeah, this I I don't think had a big no. budget. I don't believe it did. I couldn't actually find any information on that. The set is what it is. Like, essentially, they've got these cloth pieces of uh, fabric stretched around the circle of this dirt floor uh, where the tournament takes yeah. place. The first... And honestly, if those if those pieces of fabric weren't there, you'd probably see buses and shit driving I'm by. sure that's like, why they put them they're, up. They're, yeah, they're, they're probably in a yeah. moderately populated area, and they just walled it off with blankets and shit, so it's a, a creative way to solve yes. the problem, I, you know, no no judgment, I, I dig it. Yeah, no, hat, like, like seriously, hats off, yeah. like, they're like, okay, we gotta, you know, like, there's a goddamn airport, yeah, like, like right in the background, there. this is supposed to be, like, this is supposed to be a different time period. Time in so. their fights between um, takeoffs and landings of fucking DC-3s into Taiwan, Maine. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, I mean, even, there's an airplane in the background of one of the scenes of Braveheart. Yeah, They're just right? like, Oh yeah, there's fucking airplane. William Wallace is out there. Oh yes, it's fucking trails twelve ninety six. Like, oh yeah, goddamn. Uh, the first fight in the tournament here is a guy with a bow staff against a dude with a three section staff, which is actually pretty cool. They do a couple of good little back and forth wackety whacks there, and then we get the second fight, which is this dude with a uh, looks like it looks like a nine ring broadsword without the rings. It just looks like a broadsword, and he fights yeah. the the Raiden looking dude from Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a bad fight at all. Like the outfit that the guy with the sword looks like something Jennifer Beals would wear. Like <laughs> what it's a, a bit weird because 
well, it's kind of weird because it's kind of cut open, so his like nipples and chest is exposed. Much but, like Jennifer Beals. Um, much like Jennifer Beals. Uh, the <laughs> the Raiden guy looks pretty dope too. I like him. It's not a it's not a bad fight at all. Like there's there's nothing there's nothing really offensively wrong. Like the Jennifer Beals guy. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna we'll call, just call him Jennifer. Uh, basically, yeah. Jennifer has the tonfas and uh, oh. Raiden's got the uh, sword. They switch back and forth there. It's kind of cool. But Raiden with the Tonfa, his his name in the movie is Wins Without a Knife, Yakuma. But secretly yes. his Tonfa, <gasps> sneaky, sneaky, they actually have blades in them. And it's, you know what fucking made me laugh, dude? Because Raiden comes, into the, comes yeah. into the combat area by jumping up and over the, the white sheets that surround the combat area. And when he jumps up and over and lands in, they cut over to Jimmy Wang Fu. They cut to Liu. And he goes, good jumping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he, yeah. He totally yeah. comments on the dude's jump. <laughs> yeah. And then when the when the knife slides out and stabs guy in the friggin' chest yeah. and he dies, he's like, mm, hit a knife. So he not a bad way to win. So he does have like, a knife after all. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, man. It's good. It was a good little scrap. Uh Liu is not supposed to be fighting in this tournament. He's actually just there to support his students. Yes. So he's just kind of there. And now we get a fight. This is actually, it's good, man. Like, they keep the fights coming, which is kind of cool. No, I appreciate the fact that the um, that the fights go quickly. I mean, there's been a couple of films that we've done where, overall, I feel that those films are superior to this one, and that's not, that's my just opinion. opinion. Yeah. But there were spots in those films where there were, like, large passages where there was no fighting whatsoever and that would have been chinese connection and the octagon specifically that i'm referencing but this film like just it it gives you the it gives you the fights and these are not the best i've seen like they're they're not but at at the very least they're keeping it consistent yeah the one thing that's not consistent is the mustache on the guy in this fight. Because when he gets there, the mustache, the corners of his mustache are turned down. And then he gets his ass kicked. And it's like he put the mustache, like it fell off and he stuck it back Upside on. Down. With the corners turning up. Yeah, it legit looks like it's... There There could be a joke that I'm not getting, like a, like a time joke or be, a cultural yeah. joke or whatever. But yeah, his mustache actually reverses, so the points were going down, and now they're going up. And I'm like, wait, how did his mustache change? Did he get so like I didn't quite get it. So. No, and this is an odd ending to the fight here. I don't I don't understand this fight because the the long ponytail guy are, is fighting the Mongol with the mustache, and the the ponytail guy wraps his ponytail around Mongol's neck, and Mongol guy picks up ponytail and holds him over his head, and the ponytail is strangling the mongol guy who eventually passes out and ponytail gets declared the winner but then the judge looks at ponytail and he's bleeding out of his stomach somehow and then he falls down and they're both dead yeah the mongol i i believe penetrated his body with his fingers oh did he is that what it was i I missed that okay yeah yeah okay so that's so they both died so they're both out like this is a brutal tournament Oh, yeah, this is the tournament to the death, which is why the daughter's like, Daddy, can I fight in the tournament? He's like, I really don't want you to. No. She's like, please. Yes, stupid <laughs> He's like, bastard. all right, you can fight in the tournament. Just be careful. And it's like, motherfuckers are dying like crazy. I would not let my kid enter yeah. a death, death tournament. tournament. But the next fight is so hilarious because there's, there, there's a guy that gets down on the ground and 
fucking kicks the dude in the nuts like five or six yep. times, and it has no effect no, on the him. the strongman guy is like, his dick is impenetrable. Yeah, he has no nuts, or he's wearing some sort of super cup. Some sort cup. of diamond MMA cup. Because this dude gets booted it's in hilarious. the dick. hilarious. Again and again. A lot. Yeah. And then he... I don't even know why you'd continue working the dick if, like, it has no effect. <laughs> this guy, this That's guy's just, said. like, his whole plan is, like, I'm going to fucking work that dick until he can't fucking move. <laughs> and he kicks it a lot, and it has no effect. No. He gets his leg, like, busted, but he rolls up after he gets his leg busted and tries to kick homie in the dick again, and Strongman lifts him up by his foot, completely yeah. impossibly, and homeboy Three yep. Stooges, bap! Sticks his fingers in his eyes and blows his eyeballs apart. And then that makes Strongman drop him. And he boots him in the cock again. And that's a wrap. I have to I have to say, like, I, I feel really bad about saying that this is not my my style of film. Like, I, I, I feel bad about that because I don't want to make anybody, like, I don't want to insult anybody who loves this film. But honestly, when, when he comes up and pokes his eye <laughs> and then they actually do a low shot yeah. of the Strongman's two legs standing there... And blood starts to drip yeah. down onto the sand. I thought that was a beautiful shot. And when he fell back, like, I thought it was great. I really, really appreciate, like, that I really, really yeah, liked. Yeah, man, like, this is... I thought it was amazing. Again, not my style, but I appreciate it. And I, there's parts of this movie that I really dig, man. I really like it, I'll tell you. This, uh, the the girl comes out, the, the gentleman's daughter comes out here now to fight her eagle claw style against this bouncy little gymnast dude little monkey he's like a monkey style guy oh yeah he's she's a claw and he's monkey and it's uh it's actually pretty entertaining there's a i don't know there's like a stilted there's a there's a thing with some of these older movies where it's like um there's a there's a timing or choreography that goes yep. with it and it's just not my thing where it's just like bang, bang yeah bang you know yep. what i mean like it's it's it's, it's obviously chore- to a metronome but yeah, here's yeah. here's what I do appreciate though because I I was laughing today I was watching the that uh, the bar fight scene from Kill Switch again yeah that we did and I here's what I tried to do I tried to say Seagal not Seagal every time they changed in the edit yes to who it was and I was literally going Seagal not Seagal 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 not Seagal not Seagal not to go. Seagal, not to go. Seagal, not to go. Not to go. Not like back and forth. Back. Like it was that fast. It was ridiculous. And we talked about that at length in the podcast. But here. Yeah, I think the film Kill Switch gave more people epileptic seizures than anything. Than a fucking Wait, whoa, whoa. episode of yeah. goddamn Pokemon. But yeah, like this, I appreciate the time the actors put into the choreography of getting it. Even though, again, it's slow and obviously choreographed. But I like that there's three, four, five moves together where you can see in the big wide two shot what they're doing. Yes. And they're trying. I dig that stuff, even though, again, not my bag, but I, I fucking appreciate the work and the choreography put into it because it shows, man. It really yeah, shows. And I actually like, I I actually prefer this than the Steven Seagal kill switch where it's that shaky cam, super fast edit. Okay, I'm going to vomit now because I can't fucking make out what's going on on the screen it's just this assault of light yeah. oh i'd watch this movie on a loop for the rest of my life rather than watch yeah. that fucking piece of shit again yeah 
And that concludes part two of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part three. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media. At Twitter, we're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes, if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part three, and we will be back in your ears very soon.